You are listening to the Baby You've Got This podcast. My name is Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker, and business mentor, my deepest passion and purpose involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they have the courage, guidance, and belief to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. You can count on me to be raw, real, and authentically truthful as you listen in today. I love to push beyond the comfort zone and I truly believe that everyone is capable of stepping into their greatness. If you are looking for the tools, the strategies and the inspiration to overcome the things that are holding you back, then you have come to the right place. You can visit my website www.abundanceclub.net to learn about my beautiful online coaching and membership program called Abundance Club. I'm excited to chat with you today as every episode is guaranteed to bring you my fun, crazy, but caring self. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hey guys, I am here with two of two of my favorite people who have helped me so much in the last few years. And I'm interviewing the gorgeous Mills. I was going to say the gorgeous Mitch, but the gorgeous Mills and the legend. There you go. There you go, Mitch. Um, (laughs) From MJB Seminars. Um, Guys, like I'm really excited to have these incredible humans on the episode today because these guys have completely transformed the way I look at my life, how my life has gone, my self-worth, how I manage my money. And we're going to talk a lot about that today, the self-worth side of things, which you guys know that I am a huge believer and, and a huge, I was about to say passionista. I just made up a word. Let's roll with that. We, when it comes to self-worth, I talk about it a lot. So I'm going to let these um, amazing humans introduce themselves because I know they can do it a lot better than me. <laughs> so welcome, Mitch and Mills from MJB. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Kim. It's great it's, to um, be here. It is. We really appreciate uh, any opportunity to be able to reach out to people. So um, thanks for having us on your platform. Love so it. So just a background for us to start. Is that what you'd like? Yeah, introduce, tell us, okay. tell our listeners who... Who you are, what do you do? Why hey, I well, think my name... so <laughs> You think we're so amazing because I don't know. Why we, are we are amazing. <laughs> um, so my name's Amelia. So everyone calls me Mills. My background is actually in education. So I used to be a school teacher for many, many years. And um, Mitch and I have actually been working together for about almost 18 years now working together in the field of human development and um, even though my background is in education I still feel like I'm using all of that um, in the day-to-day world now with what we're doing here because ultimately even though there's you know adults in the room when I talk there's a child inside each and every one of us and I feel like my role is accessing that child because that child has a an understanding and a knowing of where they want to be and where they want to go. And the adults sometimes get stuck helping them get there. So my job, my role and my my um, forte, I suppose, is helping to access the child within so that the adult can live the life that they are most inspired by. I love that. Sure. So, um, thank you for that, Amelia. So my name is Mitch. I'm a speaker in the field of human development. Again, I've been speaking in the field of human development since about 1996 and uh, my journey began very, very young um, when I, you know, I was growing up and I questioned everything. I was one of those kids that just wanted to know, how does this thing work? And how can there be people in my life that are extremely wealthy, that are not as smart as, uh, as they look? Um, and how did I get there? And, and how can life favor one person and not favor another? And 
Um, so I, I had a keen interest in understanding um, life and you know the laws of the universe and how reality actually works because I, I realized at a young age that you know this was some sort of game or some sort of system that I'm in. And if I understand the system and I follow the rules of the system, I'm going to get there quicker. And that's what I found over time, um, observing people who were extremely wealthy and who were extremely successful and interviewing them and hanging out with them and spending time with them because that's a wise thing to do if you, if you want to get wealthy. Um, I found that um, they were no smarter than me. They were, um, they just followed a system. And when you follow a system, the system works. And they had a system. Every one of them had a system. There were commonalities amongst that system that got people to where they wanted to get to. So, yeah, that's what we really intent in, in, in our intention over this particular interview is to be able to share some of those concepts with you guys so that we can show you how to get there. We, we won't hold back in, you know, us. We'll just call it as it is. Um, and I curse and swear, and I think Milf does every now and then. Um, but just so you know, that's how we are. That's how we operate. And uh, our objective will be that by the time your people get to the end of this podcast, that they're going to go, holy shit, that just made sense. Yeah. Cool? I love it. This is why you guys fit so well. Like, everyone knows I already have a potty mouth. Oh, and also you're allowed to break out into song to finish your sentence because oh. I, I know, oh. Millsy, you'd love that. Oh, I'm good yeah. with that. Mitch doesn't really <laughs> like it so much when I do that, but I'm all, all for That's that. That's all right. Girls win here. Oh, but I do... I a quick tip on how to, how to get into someone's head right from the beginning. You ready? So what you do is, <clears throat> it's how we start our podcasts. One of the ways we start our podcasts is we sing a song because what happens is the person leaves the podcast thinking about the song. So uh, I'll do it with you guys. You ready? It's going to take a life to get me away from you. Come on, join in, Mills. It's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. Stop. So now what I've done is I've just... <laughs> I was about to bust in on the next line then. I was waiting there for the player. I bless the rains down and out. Oh, we probably shouldn't give up our day jobs though with our yeah. singing. Can voices. you remember? Let's just pause. Let's tangent for a second, guys. Um, <laughs> I've talked about my trip to India. These are the people who took me to India, and I remember being on the bus, and I think yeah. it was the last night on the way. Remember, or the way up on the way back from the dinner, and this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this song came on. It came on on the bus yeah. at some point, and we were just like. Busting out us and singing it, just like, oh, it's so, it's so good. I know. You got to keep an eye out on your mail as well, Kimmy, because there's a little present coming from India way. for you. Oh, yay. Cobra? Tech Cobra? Okay. So let, let's actually talk to the people instead. <laughs> Everybody's falling asleep. Everyone's like, Jesus, this is boring. What do you want to know? So self-worth is a huge topic. Um, I'm a massive believer in that, like everyone needs to learn and first of all, understand what it is. Cause I feel like there's so many of us, especially women like myself, like before I started this journey, I didn't even understand the concept of self-worth. Um, I just thought it was normal to, you know, live life with this story that, you know, I go to work, I get my paycheck, I live paycheck to paycheck. Life is always going to be full of debt. I crave success, but I don't know what to do. And, but everyone else does the same thing around me. So this must be life. Um, so I'd, like you guys have helped me so much with this, with your courses and everything that you offer. And I'd love for you to elaborate um, in the time we have guys. I know we could be here all day talking about this because we love this topic. Um, but yeah, what, what is, why is, what is self-worth? Why is it so important? And what do you feel women, especially women like myself, um, who haven't quite done the, the journey, like me three years ago, 
Um, what do they need to hear or what would they need to focus on to start growing their self-worth? And yeah. I'm happy to talk about it um, unless you want to go first. Which one? Which one? Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll kick off. Um, the first thing I'll say to you is, is that um, people, what we found over time is that people don't crave success. People are actually terrified of success. Why? Because people know how to fuck up. They know how to fail. It, they're not afraid of it. They've been doing it for a long time. And in most cases, historically, they come from a lineage of failure. And a lot of the time, that concept of failure, like you just said, you know, I, you know, I, I'm always, I'm always going to be broke. I'm always going to live paycheck to paycheck. If you stop and look, a lot of, a lot, not all the time, but a lot of the time, people come from a bloodline of that. So the concept of becoming successful, the reason people sabotage their success is because in actual fact, they have a loyalty to the poverty mentality of the tribe that they're raised in. And get what I just said there. They got a motherfucking loyalty to the poverty mentality of the tribe that they're raised in. So they make an assumption as they go through time that the tribe they're raised in, that they would, if they got successful, they would leave them behind, they would let them down, they would break moral authority. And in actual fact, there's seven principal reasons why people are not successful. Now, if you understand those principal reasons and you understand why and your awareness becomes conscious to that, you can do something about it. The problem is, and the reason I mentioned conscious is because nobody consciously wakes up tomorrow morning and goes, Today, I'm going to get fucking poorer. Today, I'm going to leave. My, today, I'm going to blow up my relationship. Mm. Nobody wakes up tomorrow morning and goes, today, I'm going to screw up my MLM business and I'm going to make sure that I make $200 next month. No. The conscious mind, though, has a, a, a problem because the conscious mind says to you, I want to be successful. I want to get ahead. You know, I want to, I want to knock it out of the park. I want to be able to achieve my dreams. I want to be able to educate my kids in a private school. I want to be able to live by the beach. I want to be able to do all those things. The problem is the conscious mind has absolutely zero control over what you create in your physical reality. It is what happens at a deep subconscious level that is creating your physical reality. And the subconscious mind, and so the subconscious mind is 4 million times measurably, when I say measurably, it's measured, 4 million times stronger than the conscious mind. So the processor of the subconscious mind is what is running the motherfucking show. And the question is, what is that conscious mind subconsciously saying to you and doing as it broadcasts into the atmosphere and creates your reality? Because you show me a person's data that you put me in, in front of a person for one hour and I'll tell you what they're telling themselves at a subconscious level. And at a subconscious level, your subconscious processor is the one that's running the show. And that's the first step that people have to get. 100%. So what Mitch was saying is that there's a loyalty to the family mentality. And what he means by that is that even though consciously we want to get successful and consciously we crave this success in quotation marks, subconsciously we are actually more attached to the family to, to being part of the family and having that po the poverty mentality that the family has as opposed to creating our own success so everything that you're looking for in the physical realm is uh, is something that's conscious and we're not aware of the subconscious motivator behind it Makes sense. and here's the thing right 
anybody can come up to you and say, I want money. Anyone can come up to you and say, I want success. Anyone can come up to you and say, I want to live in the big house or have a, a, a relationship or whatever. But that is not what they want. They don't want money. They don't want success. They don't want the relationship. They want what the money, the success and the relationship or what they think that the money, the success and the relationship is going to give them. So what they actually want is not the physical, tangible relationship or not the physical, tangible money or not the physical, tangible promotion. They want the spiritual thing that comes along with it, which is freedom, connection, love, community, those sorts of things. But what they do is they, um, the, they, they pretend or they use the conscious excuse of wanting money, et cetera, to not actually look at what they actually want and what they're actually craving. And when we, can, when we look at what they're actually craving at a subconscious level, right, they're getting all of that from that family poverty mentality. So as a result of that, they won't go and get the money. As a result of that, they won't go and crave this, get the success because the truth of what they're feeling that they're going to achieve over here, they've got it at some level where they're at so they don't push themselves to go and get it in another way. So, Can, so, I, can I say something there to um, guy like those who've listened to my journey along, you know, this podcast is, and you guys know me as well, like this is me, I can relate to that. I can say firsthand in the last three years, I have gone from, craving success craving that recognition because i thinking that i'll have like everything you said all of the the physical things that's going to give me that spiritual thing but i was so fucking afraid of losing my parents because i didn't want to ever outshine them my mom was always broke she worked cafe she cleaned houses at minimum minimum level my dad is a he's actually a police officer he actually is on a pretty good wicket but he does a job i know he's not happy like he's in a, something that was easy for him and he went down that line and I was, if you guys allowed me to see, or you helped me see that I was holding myself back because I was so scared that if God forbid I grew and I shined and I created something and stepped into this space that like I was going to do better than my parents and I didn't want them to ever feel that. And now going through that process and growing my self-worth and, and understanding this all. And, and I finally realized like, Oh my God, my parents actually want me to shine. I know you're going to probably talk about this a bit more. And it, it, it it's like, I'm the proof it's, it's happened for me. Yeah. And it's funny though, because at, at a conscious level, we all know that Yeah. at a conscious level, we know, Oh, mum wants the best for me. Dad wants the best for me. But at the conscious level means shit mm. because subconsciously we feel and the problem with podcast Kim is I use my hands a lot of Italian you know so I'm trying to use my hands and I don't know if people understand it but the problem with um, that subconscious thing is that you've got a level that you perceive that your mum was at and yeah. you don't feel you feel subconsciously that if you if you surpass that you will make her feel less than you or your yeah. dad or somebody else it might be it doesn't have to be a person either it can be an idea or a system or something and you feel that if you get more than that subconsciously they'll feel less than you and you wouldn't ever want to do that to them because you wouldn't hurt them like that mm. but consciously we've got a different story going on so what Mitch was saying at the start there is that the first thing people have to get is that you can tell yourself you're deserving and you're worthy and you're, um, you, you want success and all these things till you're blue in the face. It means sweet FA unless you do something about subconscious thing that's running you. You see, if your life 
if, if you're constantly craving those things, it's because innately you feel something's absent, mm. right? Because we're consciously craving them. And if your life is spent looking for that stuff, you become more addicted to the process of looking for it than anything else. And, and, and so the hunt for it becomes familiar. Now, the difficulty is that, um, Milty mentioned earlier, community, you know? When you haven't got community, you've got addiction because the opposite of uh, addiction is not sobriety, it's community. Now, when you have a community and you're in a community of people who are at a subconscious level, have, are running these loops that say, I'm not smart enough, I'm not intelligent enough, I was, a, I was rejected, I was abandoned, I was abused, I was neglected, I'm stupid. And that's, you, you know, your subconscious mind is built between zero and eight years old. That's when your whole subconscious mind, 85% of the subconscious processes of your life are built at that point in time. So most of the time, the community is run by a series of eight-year-olds who were told, you know, not out of any malice, but it was just how the parents had come from this stuff and their parents who were told that they were not smart enough, that they were stupid, don't be stupid, don't be silly. And in that time period, the brain of the child, because I mean, the, 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 the um, Jesuit said, give me a child until he's seven and I will show you the man for a fucking fundamental reason because by the time the child is seven he's wired 85 percent of the neural pathways in his brain so if the child is told enough that they are stupid and silly and unintelligent and they'll never get there and they come from a line of a lineage of poverty mentality so proof was in the pudding well that's what you're having to deal with now based with what we know it, when then what happens is that you have a, a community of people and this is why Juiceless is such a fucking unique business. It is such an extraordinary company because their leaders understand what I'm talking about because we work with their leaders very closely and have done for numerous years now. And we're all on the same page together. Our, our objective innately is to build the self-esteem of young people in the world. That's what it is. Our objective is to show these people that there are proper necessary processes to go through that you can very quickly turn this around and get there, not in a matter of days or hours in minutes it can turn around in minutes in minutes do you understand what i'm saying to you guys i hope the people on the other end of this podcast understand what i'm saying this can turn around in minutes and everything changes everything then it's a process of being held accountable following the principles making sure you surround yourself with the right leaders etc etc i'm going to come back to that in a minute. but when you have a community of people that are saying consciously, I, I'm going to be a millionaire, I'm going to have the freedom, I'm going to, and, and they're doing this consciously. Now you have a community of a people that are addicted to a delusion. And a delusion is an affirmation without any fucking commitment to it. Because I guarantee you, those of people that are listening to this today, you have to understand, so addiction, addictions are habitual things, right? And the quality of your life determines the quality of, or the quality of your addictions determines the quality of your life. Now, people who are high net worth individuals and highly successful individuals are addicted to things that bring them success. Like, you know, I'm addicted to making sure that I get into flow as often as I possibly can now. Well, as soon as I got introduced to the concept of flow, I became addicted to it. Selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, and richness stir. 
and getting into flow states where my mind opens up and I'm able to build uh, and construct things and ideas and concepts and share those concepts with the world so I can get them ahead. Well, that pays because I'm doing what I love. Now, when you do what you love, you get paid. Get what I said? When you do what you love, you get paid. The problem is people are looking for the pay before they go and do what they fucking love. So if you're, not, if you're not doing things every single day that take you into flow and stir and get you out of that habitual delusion, then you're hanging out with a community of people. And this is the difference, and I'm not being derogatory, between the masses and the masters. The masses are all hanging out with people that are delusional. They have an affirmation with no motherfucking commitment to it. So it's like saying, I want to be a millionaire, I'm going to be a millionaire, but not doing anything about it because they know all of Game of Thrones inside and out because they've watched it a few times and that, you know, they finished Netflix last week. And so they have an understanding that I want to be somewhere, but my commitment isn't to that. My commitment is to sit on the couch and watch the TV. So that's what delusion is, is saying that you're somewhere and not actually getting there. So life is also a vibration game. Now, when what we when we vibrationally hang with the lame all we learn how to do is limp now i learned this a long time ago was that when i wanted to have things in my life i would go and spend times in those things when i wanted to get into a million dollar property i would go and spend times in million dollar properties when i wanted to get into a convertible porsche i went and drove convertible porsches when I wanted, you know, when I wanted to be able to get into, you know, my a Mercedes, I would go down and I would sit and I would literally piss off the this car salesman because I'd be there every day. They didn't, they thought I was nuts. And I would get into the car and I would feel the car. When I come home and night before I go to bed, I'd feel the car. When I'd get up in the morning, I'd feel the car. So I would feel the car as if the car was mine. Make sense? Now, when you feel what, because what you feel about, you bring about, when you feel something frequently enough, it's only a matter of time before it finds you. So, but how many of your listeners are doing things that millionaires, 10 millionaires, 100 millionaires, billionaires do every day? Well, I think that the, it comes back down to, Kim, the fact that if we have, if, if we go back to the concept of talking about a subconscious um, uh, and it's the subconscious that's running us, right? If the subconscious is running us and as a result of that, we're keeping our, our level of... Um, but what we can achieve at the level of the family or the loyalty that we have to our families, right? Our emotions are going to stay stuck there and our emotions are caught in this cycle of I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not intelligent enough, etc. So when we're doing that, that is what's running us rather than I'm worthy, I'm intelligent, I, I'm going to go and hang out with these people because we know that other than that, because the feelings that we're, we're emanating, right, because Mitch is saying, you've got to feel the Porsche, you've got to feel the, the, the new location, you've got to feel the house. But really what we're emanating right now is, oh, no, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not clever enough. Whatever it happens to be. Or shit has happened to me in my life. And as a result of that, I don't think I could ever get past it, et cetera, et cetera. So we've got these feelings that we have. Those feelings are what's running everything that we have in our lives. So watch this. Everything, so, that we, everything that we own, the money that we have in the bank, the job that we have, the work that we do, the relationship with our partner, the relationship with our kids, those things, that how we feel about ourselves, our self-worth, our self-esteem, runs all of that. So you've got to think about it like this. So, so your feelings are, are broadcasted through your glial cells in your body. We measure that up to nine meters now. We can measure that up to nine meters that the feelings are broadcasted through the glial cells in your body, which are also the communication. So the word glial comes from the Latin word, which means 
glue. So they used to think that the glial cells were the cells that held the other UC you've done STP, so you were listening. So the glial cells um, are the cells that we used to think that they were they were connecting the cells, but they're not. They're the communication cells. So they're broadcasting. Now what you're fucking broadcasting on a feeling level is tangling with your reality. This is why I'm saying sit me in a person's life for an hour, I'll have a look at what's going on in the reality and I'll tell you what the broadcasting. You may be telling the world, oh, I'm gonna be a millionaire and I'm gonna get no, that's fucking nonsense. That's nonsense, because that's not what you're telling the world. The world is listening to what you're feeling, not what you're telling it. There's a thinking, there's a difference between thinking you deserve and knowing you're worthy. And that's a that's a part you've got to access. And the and the thing is, is that people want to bring to the world only, and one of the problems with the self-worth thing is people want to bring to the world only half of themselves. They want to bring the things that they show on Instagram and Facebook, you know, the 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 um the tanned model. Um, part of themselves which is there and it's and it's and it I mean look at us of course no it's there but they don't want to show the world the other side that there's the parts of you that are are, are smart that are intelligent that are good looking that are funny that are, and and you show the world one part but there is another part and the other part of the of the equation is that you can be angry you can be arrogant you can be controlling you can be manipulative etc in order to have the self-worth, you've got to love and own all of those parts of yourself. You cannot present to the world one half and expect that it's going to be rewarding you in fullness because it's like um, we say all the time in, in, in our seminars, you can't get rich collecting coins that only have one side because coins are double-sided and it's the same way with a human being you can't expect the fullness of life to come at you if you're trying to present yourself as only half a person if you're just loving only part or the part of yourself that you want to show to the public instead of loving the whole of yourself so what happens then is we get caught in our emotions because what we're doing is we spend our lives trying to hide to the world that part of ourselves this is where our emotions come in and the problem with our emotions is that they run everything and it's like like there's an eight-year-old child that walks into those staff meetings. There's an eight-year-old child that goes in to buy the house. There's an eight-year-old child that wants to get a loan from the bank. It's not going to happen because you've got, you're running the emotions of the eight-year-old kid. What you've got to do is got to have a system that runs it instead of having the emotions that run it. Oh, this is so fucking important. So in, 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 you know, one of the things we said there is that you can't collect, you can't get rich collecting coins that only have one side, but try to trade with someone and purchase something with a coin that's two-sided. You understand? That has the same picture on each side. The minute people look at it, they know it's fraudulent. So the problem with that is, is that people are getting around fraudulent. Now, the problem when you're in communities, communities of that is that fraudulence and mediocrity becomes the norm. Why? Because everybody's fucking doing it. And everybody looks at each other and sees everybody fucking doing it. So hey, look at me. This is the side. Don't look at the other side. Don't look at the other side. This is me. Look at this. Look so, at this. So, so now this is what differentiates the masters from the masses. The masses are caught in the delusion that to get ahead, you've got to be one-sided. You've got to be happy. No. You've got to chase pleasure. No. You've got to have peace. No. Because all the ones that are chasing those things are the ones that have exactly the fucking opposite going on. So it's a, the beauty about it is, is that you've got to be wholesome. You've got to have the wholesome of yourself. Now, I remember in 1996, I spent time hanging out with some of, some of the wealthiest people in Australia, what would be considered to be some of the wealthiest people in the world. You know, I, I spent time with Lang Hancock's right-hand man, a guy named Willie Porter. So I became very, very close with Willie, still close with Willie's son today. He's one of my, my good mates. And, you know, right through to the, the owner of the largest uh, recruitment agency in the Southern Hemisphere, 
to the owner of Amway Australia. I, I spent a lot of time with these guys. And in doing this, there was the one thing I found with them was is that when you sat down with them, they were totally themselves. But they were clear on their intention. They knew what they brought to the table. But when you sat down with them, you knew as well, do not fuck with this person. <laughs> you know, so you knew both sides. Does that make sense? You knew that they were intelligent and compassionate and understanding, but don't cross me because they had high self-worth around all of themselves. Does that make sense? Not just half of themselves. So the fundamental difference between somebody that's a high net worth individual and somebody that's a low net worth individual has nothing to do with their fucking money. It's to do with the amount of self-worth they have. It's to do with the amount of value that they have in themselves. This is what differentiates a person who is extremely successful and a person who is not. So the key then is, and, and, and on top of this, what I also noticed with dealing with these guys is that when it came to money, because I asked them about money, why? Because I was a cheeky little fucker and I still am today. I wanted to know what is the difference? What are you guys doing? You know, I, I, I looked at my father at that point in time. He had millions of dollars in his life, but he was fucking broke. You know, I looked at my brothers. They earned millions of dollars and they were fucking broke. Why? Why? What was it that was, what was the difference? Now, when I look at these guys, these guys earned billions of dollars, hundreds of millions to billions of dollars. And every single one of them had a series of habits that they did with their money. They all followed a system. And the key to the system was not to break the rules. Get what I said? They followed a system. The system stood the test of time. It was handed down to them. To them. They were not born into that money. Well, let me put it this way. At least 20% of them were not born into the money. They, they got hold of a system. They understood the system that was taught to them. And they followed the system. And the system, after the research of years of research, because we didn't take that system to the market until 2008, and which is now called Transform Your Wealth, which is our, our online system. And if you've attended one of our live events, it's Mastermind and Money. So the key to that system was consistency. Make sense? If I say to you, okay, let's have a look at, you know, if you eat a healthy meal tonight, Kim, is, is that what keeps you healthy? No. What does? You it's a big salad, Kim. It's a big, fresh, healthy salad. Oh, it's nice yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, not just one meal is going to keep me healthy. Having there is so yeah. no, it's fucking consistency. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's consistency that actually gets you to where you want to get. If you brush your teeth tonight, does that keep your teeth healthy? No. It's consistently brushing your teeth. So what we found was is that when this is why we didn't bring it out until we didn't bring it to the market until we've lit we lived it. And this is what all the products that we bring to the market. We won't put something to someone unless we've lived it. So what we found was is that with the consistency of doing the right thing consistently, that's how people get ahead wealth, get ahead in terms of wealth. And wealth and money are mutually exclusive. So I'll cover that in a minute. I know Mills. I think well, well, I'm, what I want to say is that at the end of the day, Kim, what happens is is that we know we have we're in a problem, or we know we have uh, concerns when we're running a loop, right? When we're in a cycle of some sort, and the way that that sounds is. I was like this last year. This always happens to me. I've done this before. Why do I keep attracting these bills? Why does this stuff keep happening to me? So the, our languaging and our wording tells us that something is not quite right because we've been doing the same thing over and over. Whether it's the last month, whether it's a six-month cycle, whether it's the, a yearly cycle, whether it happens just I, I get money and then I've got to spend it, all of a sudden it goes. Um, the reason that 
that that's our indication that something's not quite right yeah and the way that we because people often ask us and we talk a lot about money and we talk a lot about self-worth right but you know how I said to you before that people are looking for, they're not looking for the money, they're not looking for the success, they're not looking for the house, right? They're looking for the connection and the freedom, et cetera. In, by the same token, right, when we're talking about net worth, people aren't looking for net worth. They're actually looking for self-worth. The self-worth is what helps them grow their net worth. They cannot be um, uh, disconnected from each other. You cannot have high net worth, true high net worth without having high self-worth. Sure, you'll get people that win money and then lose it again. Or sure, you'll get people that all of a sudden start earning more money. But you'll find that even though people earn a lot of money, people actually don't have high net worth. I'm talking about individuals that have high net worth also have high self-worth. And the self-worth, right, and the indication that we're not in high net worth, high self-worth is the fact that we're running loops and cycles. And those cycles, the reason we talk about money a lot to begin with is because that's our access point to help people understand that their self-worth is intrinsically linked to anything that they want to have in their lives. Does that make sense? So for us, the thing that we want to focus on is when you grow your self-worth and when you grow your net worth, right? you start to realize that this is actually possible. It's actually possible for me to live a life that was different to what I had thought was possible for me. You know, I, I wasn't able to spend this money doing this. I wasn't able to, um, I wasn't able to talk to you. I mean, you said it at the beginning of the podcast about the fact that you didn't feel like you could surpass the family. And when you see that that's possible, then anything is possible. So we start with sorting out some of those basic cycles. And we do that by letting a system run our wealth rather than the emotions run our wealth. Because when our emotions are running our wealth, right, we'll feel like shit one day and all of a sudden we'll go and buy a new TV or a new dress or a new pair of shoes or something. We think that's going to help us feel better. But it actually, actually makes us feel worse because after we've done that, we have let our emotions take us to that point instead of letting a system take us to that point. Doesn't mean you can't have all of those things, but it, who's running the show? Is it the little kid who's emotional because she doesn't feel she's good enough? Or is it the powerful, strong woman who is totally in charge of who she is, knows who she is, and makes an empowered choice to go and use a system to spend her money on her and on her family and on the people around her in a way that is empowering for her? That's what we want to take people to. Because the people who are sitting there going, I'm always doing the same thing over and over again, they're telling themselves, they're, 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 they're saying, this is, something's not okay. I have to do something. And the best way to, to take action with that is the first thing you should do is just stop letting the emotions dictate that for you and let a system dictate that for you. I, I, I hope that that's helping, um, Kim. Um, I haven't heard much from you. Are you okay? Are you, you <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to like... Um... Silence completely, which is very <laughs> unusual for Kim to be silent. No, I, I have a shitload more to say and I know we don't have much time, but are, are you okay? Oh, I is love it? this. Like... You know, I, I talk about this a lot and, you know, I've learned the system and I've implemented this system. I was the girl who, and I know so many women, like I still have friends who do this. I was the one who had $20 to a name and needed yeah. to like buy food. But because I like, I went and bought the t-shirt or the item of clothing, the clothing was my fix. And it was the, 
it will make me feel better. And all it did was just like massively grow my anxiety and my stress. And yeah. and then the minute I've implemented this system, I'm like, I don't buy the clothes. Like my clothes is still my thing. I love clothes. I don't, if I don't have money allocated to that section of my life, I don't buy this. I don't buy the clothes. And it's actually, it's not about, it is empowering, but it's actually, it makes it easy. Cause I find that women like me who we, when we had those, like, what is it? The shopping retail therapy when we've needed yeah. retail therapy, that doesn't fucking work. Um, it was so, it was harder to say no than yes, but it's actually now easier to say no than yes. Like it's so easy to yes. be like, I don't have the money allocated. Uh, my money isn't allocated for that yet. Cause I've got it here, here and here. So I'm not going to go buy that. So I know I don't feel like I need it. I don't know if that makes sense, but it would you agree though, Kim, that that's because right in the past. And when you had that thing that you would spend the 20 dollars on your t-shirt instead of food, it's because you were focused on a short term outcome, a quick fix to get you an outcome to feel better. Right. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. you have a long term vision and you see that the outcome you want is bigger, you don't need that automatic hit to make you feel better you understand because you've done your work on that as well kim right and you've done some work with us to help shift that stuff for you you understand that you have a long-term vision you have a long-term plan that the short-term hit is not quenching that uh, that um long-term satisfaction that you're going for then you don't feel the need to go and do that stuff that's empowering because now you have a choice. Would you agree? Oh, you then yeah. have a You're yeah. the one running it. It's not your emotion running it. You sort the emotion out because you're um, uh, you're not at the um, what's the well, you're not at the mercy of the t-shirt. You're yeah. not at the mercy of this thing and thinking that this thing is going to give you something that's not already inside of you. Isn't it a funny thing how banks, fraternities and organizations actually market to those insecurities. They know when you're insecure and they market to those insecurities, you know, and um, it, it's funny how they do that. But um, one of the things I wanted to say here was that, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's success in, uh, well, I'll talk about, I'll talk about uh, money and, and wealth. Wealth and money are two completely different things. Now, how wealth is measured is that, let's say I took everything off you and I put you in the middle of St. George's Terrace here in Perth and you had nothing. You had no glasses, you had no passport, you had no license, you had no clothes, you had no food, you had no roof over your head. Well, the qualities and attributes that you would summon to get some clothes on your back, to get a roof over your head, to get some food in your mouth, those qualities and attributes are your wealth. So people say to me, okay, well, how do I build my self-worth to get to match my net worth? And the problem is, is that you have to understand your, your net worth will catch up with your self-worth. But the masses live in the land of, oh, when I have some money, then I'm going to feel better yes. about myself. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. And that, like, was me. I was, that was me yeah. like 26 years but of I, my whole life. And yeah. I mean, this is, this is a good point. This is where, where you were. I mean, you've been a personal client of mine, I think, for nearly two years now. Yeah. When we first met, you were like, you were, you know, straight off at the bat. You just wanted to be able to get there fast. Now, you're just about to do a property deal with us that's going to net you over $100,000 as far as I can remember with the figures with Matt. Now, you never would have saw yourself being able to do that, and especially in a time of COVID crisis, da, 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 that I said to you, when you, when you do 
and follow the system. You'll be ready to pounce when it's time to pounce. There, everybody else is fucking panicking. You won't be doing that. You'll be building your wealth no matter what the market is doing. I said to you, follow this system. If the market's going up, down, left, or right, it doesn't matter. You're following your system and not a system that's marketed to you by banks and fraternities to keep you broke. So now you're following the system, you've built your self-worth, and as you've built your self-worth, your net worth is built. And there's more self-worth to be built as, as much as we all have more self-worth to be built, including me, males, everybody. We all have self-worth to be built. But when we build our self-worth, the, 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 the return, emotional return is immediate, but the financial returns are immediate too. Because when you follow a system that is using your self-worth, and follow a system that is, because when you, like one of the first things we say to you guys, okay, you got to save. Now, when you save, the first week that you save and you look into that bank account, you're appreciative, right? Appreciative. Now, the more you build your appreciation for life, the more life you get. Why? Because when you learn to handle what you've got, when you learn to be appreciative of your life, life gives you more life. So just like when, you, when you're unhappy and sad, life gives you more unhappiness and sadness. It's not bias dependent on what you're putting out. You might be going, oh, you know, I'm fucking sad. Why is life not giving me a hard time? No, life's giving you exactly what you're asking for. And you're asking for it by broadcasting it from your heart every morning when you wake up and feel that you're alone even though you're in a fucking relationship, that you're broke even though you have money in, the, in your bank, that you're, you know, you're lost even though you're putting your hands on a steering wheel and driving to your job. So life is giving you what you're, what you're broadcasting. So the key to building your high self-worth and your high net worth is you've got to work on your self-worth. Now, the gap, as I said earlier, between um, high self-worth individuals, and I deal with a lot of high self-worth individuals, low self-worth individuals, which I deal with a lot of those as well. The gap between those two is their self-worth. So how do you build your self-worth? Oh, no, go on, go on. So I'm going to give you a tip to building your self-worth. So this is what I do with my clients. When I'm, this is just the introduction to doing it. So this is the baby, first baby step. You write down a quality and attribute that you bring in each area of your life. So mentally, what do you bring to the table? An attribute that you love about yourself. Socially, what do you bring to the table? An attribute that you love about yourself. And you start to list all of these qualities. And there's 10 areas I'll get music to say them in a moment. So in each area of your life, you write down a quality or attribute that you bring to the table. Then the key is, to go to a time, a space, and a location are five times, five spaces, and five locations where you have lived that trait. And when you do that, you then are specific about the quality and trait is inside of you. It's not just lip service. Now, when you do this and you find, and you start to go, shit, yeah, I did it here. And oh my God, I've done it here. And oh, wow, I actually. So now what's happening is you start to fall in deep appreciation of yourself. And life brings you more evidence and more situations where you can build deeper and deeper appreciation of yourself. Now, when this happens, money flows. So you guys might want to write this down. Money flows to where there's the deepest amount of appreciation. And it flees from where there is not. I'll say it again. Money flows to where there's the deepest amount of appreciation and it flees from where there is not. So the key to having money in the bank is to have emotion in your heart that is congruent with the person you want to be. So you've got to turn up in that appreciative person, turn up in that life as if it's already happened. So it's like, um, I think this is a good way to actually, um, you know, come, because I know we're running kind of out of time, but it's a good way to come to an end of this is to say, Mitch mentioned it about the people who want to be rich want the bag of money to fall out of the sky to say, then I'll be rich. 
So when life shows me, then I'll feel rich. When the partner comes, then I'll feel loved. When the boss gives me the promotion, then I'll feel successful. So they're waiting for the outside world to give them something and to give them a sense of something. And they think that their worth is in the outside world showing them that. You've got to do it the other way around. These people are in the land of when I see it, then I'll believe it. No, you've got to be the other way around. You've got to be when you know it, then it will become apparent to you that it's happened. So the last thing to actually experience your new way of thinking is the physical realm. When you feel rich, when you have that sense of richness and wealth and understanding about yourself and you absolutely get that, then the money will come. It's the last thing that will happen. The physical is the last thing that happens. But it doesn't come unless you feel it. When you feel lovable and you feel like you're enough, then you'll find the person that helps to helps you to express that in, in a partnership. Does that make sense? You don't, you're not, you, life, the life is waiting for you to declare your worth, not the other way around. Life is waiting for you to declare your worth. And so anybody who's waiting on life and is sitting back and going, oh, when life shows up, then I'll step into it. You have not made a commitment. You've got one foot in, one foot out. And the universe isn't going to respond to that uncertainty. The universe only ever responds to your certainty about who you are and what you bring to the table. So doing that exercise that Mitch said is a great way to start to bring certainty to the fact that you have all these qualities and traits and characteristics and that you're not actually waiting on the universe to provide them for you because you have them already inside of yourself. So I just love... It's like I'm nodding the whole time. I'm nodding, and I forget that this isn't a video. This is just a voice recording. <laughs> no one can see you nodding. <laughs> like, yes, I'm like people can see me nodding along. But well, tell us, like, I know everyone listening. Like this stuff, like it, it blows my mind every time I hear it, and I've heard it so much. This just makes perfect sense to me, and mm-hmm. I've been able to implement it. And I want you to tell us, like, tell us about the transform your wealth. Tell us about the systems, like how you actually help, like how you've helped me and how you help others create you know we don't lead from emotion we lead from the system the system is in place so you know our self-worth can actually start growing so tell us a little bit or explain us the transform your wealth program yeah well there's so many things that we do as you know kim right um we've got two major things that we work on for people the first thing is is that in order to um like in order to get a a glimpse into the fact that you can start to take control back of your life, a good place to start with that is to transform your wealth and to transform your thinking around your wealth. Because the best, the reason why that's so good is like Mitch said earlier, it gives you immediate feedback that you're on track and having that immediate feedback that you're on track really helps build momentum, really helps that snowball effect as you're, as you're progressing through. So our Transform Your Wealth is a, um, it's a, it's an online course and you, you take it in the comfort of your own home. Once you've purchased it, you've got it there forever. And it's a really personalized process. It's really um, helps a person to go in depth with how they're thinking, with the reasons they want the wealth and teaching them the strategies of having wealth. There's so many supporting mechanisms that happen as you go through that course, because you don't just get the course, you get access to lots of other bits and pieces, lots of extra material. But the course is a beautifully presented, it's at least 60 videos, as long as well as other um, supporting information to really help you have that personal experience of transforming wealth. 
And that's a really good place for people to start. And uh, the way you can get that is to access it on transformyourwealth.com.au. I'll put a link um, in there, the show notes. Oh, that'd be guys, yeah, yeah, there'll be a link for everyone to access. And I think that um, it's also in, like it's it's inexpensive, guys. It's like seventy nine dollars. And I know, like, there's a I, I get I, I get it. I get that you know, in this time period, it's, it's you know, grabbing hold of the reins of your financial future may seem difficult. You know, letting go of Netflix and letting go of those things and letting go of all that stuff that that trap is difficult. But in doing so, what sits on the other side of this is your financial stability and future. And history leaves clues. Look at what your leaders are doing. You know, you look at the leadership through and um, through Juice Plus. They're all doing this. You know, life leaves clues. Never run after an empty cart. Run after a full one. And because something will always fall off that cart to get you ahead. And you have that chance. And this is the time. If you're going to fucking do it, this is the time to do it. And, and Kim, I know you know personally some of the people that have had real, and you are one of them, have had uh, huge amounts of success um, with this system. And what is the most humbling for us over this uh, past you know, month or two is really seeing how while everybody else is having one experience of life based on all of the changes that have been happening on the, in the external world, the people who have been following the system and who've used the system have had their own experience of life. They're not at the mercy of losing jobs. They're not at the mercy of what the government is doing, what lockdowns are happening or any of that stuff because they have taken on board themselves to master their own wealth. Now, as a result of that, the, the, the feedback we've had over the past few months has been extraordinary and super humbling. But if this is a perfect time for people to get involved with that, because if, you know, we started teaching this, fully teaching this during the global financial crisis of 2008, and the people who started implementing it then, like, have had such a massive impact. You don't want to look back in five years' time and go, oh, my God, I wish I had a time machine to go back there and start doing this and start actually taking some action yeah. for myself, you know. So that's a really good place to start. But we've got a myriad of places that people can find us, Kim, um, which is, you know, one of the things that we are... Our mission in life is to help people live an inspired life and we'll do anything we can to do that and we've got plenty of seminars and um, events to help people to do that. Um, we also have regular information nights where people could come come over, especially in there in Perth um, at the moment. We can do them in Perth, um, where they can come and have a listen to the information and understand what's actually going on for a human being as they're creating their perceptions and what is happening for them as they as they create building this life for themselves. And next next information night in Perth is happening on the nineteenth of August, so I can give you the information or you can pop the information of that in there too. But other than that, we're always around on Facebook and Instagram we're on MJB seminars we have our own podcast which is Dorothy Medela and there's because there's you know at the end of the day you don't ever want to stop learning doesn't matter how much work you've done you don't ever want to stop learning there's always something more to know always something more to do and the best investment that you will ever make is an investment with yourself whether you do that with us or whether you do it with anyone it actually doesn't matter it matters that you're making an investment in yourself and you you understand how important you are in the scheme of things because everything rests on you everything that you think everything that you your thoughts have created your reality so if your thoughts have created this the question you've got to ask yourself is is this the best example of my creation or could i do better and if the answer is i could do better then you have to start taking action to doing that 
Yeah, so I, I know that we're, we're going to drop the link in there, but it's www.transformyourwealth.com.au if anybody wants to go to it straight away. And, you know, there's lots of access to coaches and some of their people on there if the, if the guys want some help. Um, our objective is to give you guys over and above what, what you expect. I hope that we've done that for you today, Kim. I hope we've been able to give you guys over and above what you expect. I love it. I'm like, I'm ready. You've empowered me. And I, I just want to, I want to say like, I have invested more in myself financially. I have spent more money on my own learnings in the last 12 months than ever in my life. And I've earned more in the last 12 months than ever in my yeah. life. Like, so like all the, yeah, all the yeah. craziness that's happened. Like I've earned and together hubby and I have earned more than we've like, it's weird saying when you say it out loud, it's like, all right, it's, it works. This shit works. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, Kim, you just, you know, here's the thing: not to be derogatory towards anybody, but there's a portion of the people listening to this will just go straight back to sleep. Yeah. There's a portion of them will will go, oh, you know, and then there's a portion will go, I don't want to fuck around, I don't want to waste any time, I just want to move, I just want to get ahead. And they're object. I mean, you're one of those cats. You were in that place, and you were like, I just, I just want to move, I just want to get ahead. You were teachable, and that's really what we're looking for we're looking for people that are teachable that actually want to move and there is no better time in reality to do that than now and and this is how if you're going to thrive you've got to be open you've got to be teachable and you know life will give you everything that you want you know everything that you want cool love it thank you so much um, thank you audience that was awesome kimmy thank you that was, was great fun. not even that many potty mouth f-bombs or singing <laughs> we did all right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. I love it. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. I'm so excited that we had these beautiful humans sharing with us. Um, don't forget to, you know, share this on your social media. Share it in your stories. Um, make sure you tag at babe dot you've dot got dot this <laughs> make sure you tag us in on social media so we can recognize you for your greatness too and you know if you are on itunes or spotify um leave your heartfelt comments in the comment section in the review section and those five sparkly stars because by this process you are contributing to our greater vision and impact of inspiring and empowering women just like you to increase and up level in their mindset and their self-worth so you can check out the show notes below to access all the incredible links um, of what mjb offers there is also a link there to the transform your wealth page so there is a referral link below so make sure you go through the referral process so you can get the best deal possible if this is something that you would love to um, purchase and apply to your own life because honestly it's made such a huge difference in mine and not to forget that this beautiful podcast is sponsored and brought to you by Abundance Club, which is an online health, holistic health and mindset coaching group and coaching program where our biggest intention and our biggest purpose is to inspire and educate women to really up level the amount of abundance they have in their life, the amount of love, relationships, money, success, freedom everything that we just talked about in this episode. So make sure you go check that out at www.abundanceclub.net. And honestly, I'm so grateful that you listen into this episode today. It means absolute world to me. 
um, and just share. You just don't know who needs to hear this information. So please share with anyone that you know on your social media. Um, and yeah, I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode and just, yeah, good things are coming. <laughs>